0: This is Dropped Among Us Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational, progressive rock band, Umphreys the Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreys, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Gefenia. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I shared my chat with Pedal Steel Player Umphreys McGee collaborator and ringleader of many bands, Mike Racky. Mike and I cover a lot of ground in our 45-minute chat. We talk about topics like his family and he shares how the records that he grew up listening to really instilled an early love of the pedal steel and how he knew right away that that was what he wanted to do. As I mentioned, his many bands that he's in, and we get into all of them, and he talks about what some of them were doing during the pandemic and what they have coming up in 2021 now that live music is starting to come back a little bit. We talk about what musicians inspire him and what he never leaves for tour without, and the greatest piece of advice that he ever received. We also talk about his recent appearance on the jam base clusterflies compilation, which featured the fish track twist with Brendan Bayliss and Mike Rackey. That is available on all streaming platforms, I believe. Um I know for sure it's on Spotify because that's where I listen to it. Um, but there is a link in the show notes for the website for that because Um, I think you can buy vinyl and there might be a couple of other things too um, available. So you'll find links for that. Mike and I also talk about the incredible story about how he became friends with Bayless and met everybody in the band. And he also tells this really crazy hard days night, as he calls it, uh, type story about him and Bayless that is just Every single time like I think about it, I talk about it, or somebody reached out to me after the episode aired last week and I just couldn't believe it. It's it's a really hilarious story, so definitely check that out. Um, We still talk about the first time he played on stage with the band and the first time he played on stage with them at summer camp back in 2008. We talk about 2020 just as a whole. As a musician, what that was like for him, we talk about why not, and what it was like being in the basement with Bayless and Annie, and we talk about the Christmas shows, um, past and you know the 2020 shitty limo edition. Um, we talk about a lot. It was a really, really, really great conversation. It was a lot of fun. Um, thank you to Mike for taking the time. It was such a pleasure to finally get the chance to talk to you and it was just a, it was a blast. So thank you so much, um, for your time and I cannot wait to, uh, hopefully cross paths this summer. Um, if I get my ass to summer camp, we'll see. Um, there is a link in the show notes for where you can listen to the audio or watch the video. Um, which is on the show's YouTube page. Do you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers, prints, or sells other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving um, freaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that would make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele. Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd media company help you get the word out. With ad space in monthly issues of Conduit Magazine commercial spots here on this podcast and other podcasts across our network and so much more dropped among this crowd media company can help you reach tons of fellow um freaks musicians and other kind folks looking to purchase from you work with you and support their fellow um family check out our website datcmediacompany.com or email sarah at datcmediacompany.com. That's S-A-R-A at D-A-T-C-M-E-D-I-A-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. If you're interested in chatting more. This week, we're going to get all into the most recent Red Rocks run, June 18th through 20th. Um, Freeze McGee made their triumphant and cathartic return to Red Rocks. The band has played this venue 27 times, including this most recent run. This run would not include openers, and I tried to look it up, um on All Things Umphreys to see if this had ever happened before. Um, But apparently that's something that they took off the set lists um, when they redid All Things Umphreys, which kind of sucks. I kind of liked that little bit of extra nerdery. But yeah, I'm not sure um, if that's happened ever the whole time that they've been headlining Red Rocks. Um, But this year, there were no openers. It was also the first year that Ben Factor would headline Red Rocks. Red Rocks with Umphreys. He was there with them in 2019 doing lights for Spafford when they opened for Umphreys. But I mean, of course, it's the opening band, so it's the daylight. So he had not had the chance of coloring Red Rocks with his lights. So what an exciting opportunity for him. And of course, he fucking killed it. And July's issue of Conduit will feature the band's history of playing at Red Rocks and this most recent run so make sure you check that out when it hits the streets at the end of July and side note June's issue was just released and that features an in-depth review of the Spring Plan B tour plus stacked with a whole bunch of other good stuff so if you want June's issue of Conduit there is a link in the show notes for that night two would take the award as my favorite night but again there were so many damn highlights from each night and it's like choosing your favorite child but if I had to pick I'm gonna go with night two night one June 18th was played exactly how it was written on paper except for Walletsworth, which was cut in the middle of fills that instead became a standalone version. This first evening on the rocks would kick off with Jajunk, taking no time to get into it, Stasic leading the way as we head in slightly before three and a half minutes, dancing right in and slipping into something a little more comfortable a few minutes later slipping into a can't you hear me knocking tease slightly before 10 minutes and I thought I heard a little exodus tease right after that but there was nothing mentioned on all things Umphreys charging its way back into Jajunk about a minute later and I didn't bring this up when I just brought up the new all things Umphreys but I'm very curious to hear what you guys think of the new format of the website. Um, I have not heard very positive things. A lot of people don't really like um, the way that it is now. I honestly didn't really find anything that I didn't like about the new way that it is until um, I went to go look for opening bands and then I was disappointed that that wasn't on there so right now I think that is the only thing that I kind of dislike about it I also dislike um when you go to like the last time played it it goes to like the first time it was played first so like the chronological order you have to like change it um just like little things like that but I mean overall I think it's, it's okay um but I'm curious to hear what you guys think Is it user-friendly? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Um, I would love to know. Back to that junk. That was certainly one hell of a way to get the weekend in Red Rocks started. Roulette would come out next. And (sighs) there was definitely some butt hurt from me (laughs) when this one started. I'm sure if you've been listening to the show for a while, um, I mean, you know, I've been chasing that song forever. I've never ever ever gotten a roulette and I was seeing them for the first time in almost 500 days, like the week after. <laughs> so, yeah, I was I was a little butt hurt when they went into it and I'm sitting on the couch watching at home, but that's okay. The chase continues and when I do get it, it's going to be even sweeter. The last time that they played roulette was August 31st at the Paramount in Huntington, New York. Booth Love next, a very dramatic, almost church-like beginning. Joel mentioned on Twitter he sunk into a Where the Streets Have No Name by U2Ts in the intro. This is also not mentioned on All Things either getting into the depths of it about 7 minutes some serious 70s stevie wonder vibe to it as it continues on about 9 minutes ish shaking that off and gathering momentum soaring right for the sky twinkling back down to earth and stomping its way back into booth love about 12 minutes This one I tucked onto my 2021 list to come back to for another listen. And I will throw a link um, in the show notes to my 2021 in progress uh, nugs list if you want to give that a spin. Plunger next. And when it goes off on its own about seven and a half, they let it idle in the driveway for a little bit before revealing its aggressive side a few seconds later loosening its grip for a second before continuing on with its mission cemetery walk next followed by this next segment i thought was just a really perfect sandwich the flow to it and the mix of abrasive salty hardness of the wizards and opener but then the completely other side with attachments before coming back into the conclusion of wizards Personally, really enjoyed that entire journey from beginning to end. As I mentioned, first up, Wizards. This beginning piece would clock in at only under five minutes, decompressing and getting ominous before ripping open Nopener an and floating right into attachments. Slipping into the sweetness part of this sandwich beginning about six and a half it would fully begin to reveal itself a few minutes later, spinning off dramatically, falling to earth, pulling back the curtain, and revealing the conclusion of Wizards. I just really, really enjoyed like just that segment of the set. It was just really good. And that would end the first set of The First Night on the Rocks. So much be safe on your way home so we can do it sooner than later. Set two got started with the walkout tune, Restrung formerly known as Unsung Hero, that can be found on the forthcoming new album from the band, You Walked Up Shaking in Your Boots, but You Stood Tall and Left a Raging Bull, dropping July 15th. I just love the title of that album so much. (laughs) There is a link in the show notes for info for that in case you missed it. And want to pre order an album. Sliding right into the silent type. This one made it onto my 2021 list as well. Getting into it slightly after three minutes, exploding further open about five minutes later, gathering more momentum, rounding the corner, and beginning to soar back into the silent type a few minutes later. Ocean Billy next. Another really fun sandwich from the evening. Getting gritty and trying on some rockabilly about seven minutes. Starting to get a little tease of what's to come about two minutes later. Fully revealing what's nestled inside this sandwich. A just really, really, really awesome. So perfect. Cover debut. Of the Talking Heads, This Must Be The Place. Like, if you listen to this, if you were there, like, how perfect is this song for them? Every Every last, like, piece of it. Like, how perfect is this song for them? It's so good. I've listened to it so many times. It's so good. I don't usually put covers on my Hall of Fame list. But that is one that I I didn't put it on there, but I would put it on there. Like, I'm considering putting it on there because it's just, it's so good. And it's just so perfect for them. According to UmFacts on Twitter, a.k.a. Jimmy Knowledge, this is the fourth track off Speaking in Tongues, joining Making Flippy Floppy, Burning Down the House, and Girlfriend is Better that Umphrees has covered. This was just so much fun to listen to like I said and I mean if I had this much fun watching it and listening to it at home I know everybody there was just like yes so so perfect for them and I hope it sticks around it's just such a great cover um and there's a lot they can do you know with improv with that and we'll see I really really hope it does and if you haven't listened to that give it a spin it's so great One more stop on our journey, Day Nurse, sinking into a little Perk World action for a minute, coming back out and dancing back in to Day Nurse, building the pieces of Ocean Billy back together, completing the story. According to All Things Umphreys, that Day Nurse would also contain a Working Day and Night by Michael Jackson Tease. Miami Virtue next, getting into the bellows about five and a half, contorting and getting weird as it heads out, disrobing and sliding right into Den. Phil's Farm next, and I thought that was a little. Casenia. By ABT tease, courtesy of Jake there with his little guitar rip. Um, Sound a little bit like that. I'm like, what, what ABT tune is this? <laughs> That tune actually opens their latest album, Bottom Feeders. So if you want to like kind of compare and see if that little riff sounds similar to you. That Phils would wander off for the first time about three minutes. And I will be honest, while I did enjoy this jam, I mean anyone listening to the show for a while would know how I feel about Phils. But this one just Kind of felt like kicking rocks around in the driveway a little bit, <laughs> like kind of like meandering a little, getting a little sneaky vibe to it before revving itself up and driving back into Phil's about eight minutes later. Honestly, I'm kind of sad they didn't keep that wallet's worth in there. I think it would have brought more to the jam here in Phil's itself and to the adventure as a whole, but you know, that's okay. <laughs> This would close out the second set of Night One on the Rocks. and encore for the evening, two songs. First up, A Beautiful Glory, dancing into Cemetery Walk 2, abandoning its roots and wandering off about three minutes, remembering where it started a few minutes later, and bringing it back home into Chem Walk 2 to completely bring the first night to a close. Looking for a new way to stream your music or listen to your favorite podcasts? Check out this exclusive offer for DATC listeners. Head to slash dropped among this crowd to receive a 30 day free trial of Amazon Music. That's getamazonmusic.com DROPPED AMONGTHISCROWD to get a 30-day free trial and unlimited access to 70 million songs, always ad-free, on Amazon Music. Night two would start with an afternoon set thanks to lively 45-minute long show. This can be found on Nugs to re-listen to. The second part of this special event, a Zoom call that would include a little tour of backstage with Joel and Ryan before heading to the stairwell underneath Red Rocks for a couple of acoustic tunes with Brendan and Jake. They would play Can't Find My Way Home by Blind Faith, The Pequod and Susanna by 30DB in honor of Jeff Austin, Of course, because of his own history with Colorado, but also the last time Humphreys was at Red Rocks in 2019 is when everything started to come to light, like to the public about Jeff Austin, and then he passed away like the 24th, Um, and during that run, they did a cover of With a Little Help from My Friends by The Beatles, um, but sung the Joe Cocker version um, in his honor. That was only the second time they had done that tune too. The full band set um, for this little quote-unquote, I guess, VIP special event live stream show was only four songs. First up, Kabump, sliding into something a little mystical, about two minutes, not sticking in that vibe for long, strolling back into Kabump only like two minutes later getting into something a little more sexy, about five minutes, floating in a little deeper two minutes later, and seductively dancing on, falling away, and teasing the next direction that we're going, fully succumbing and floating right into thin air. Conduit would come out next, and ending this little VIP set with seasons, this one would go on a nice little adventure about three minutes fully opening itself up and dancing off, nonchalantly sidestepping its way back in a few minutes later. On to night two on the rocks, and like I mentioned at the top of the episode, if I was choosing a favorite from the three nights of the run, night two would be my choice as favorite, Set 1 of Night 2 would reveal itself in time as a tasty, nothing-too-fancy sandwich. The aforementioned tune puts the brakes on and getting deep into it slightly after 10 minutes, undressing and revealing its reggae roots, Jake dabbling in a little of the lyrics from Bob Marley's Rainbow Music. The lyrics are certainly perfect, dancing because we are free. Side note, the band has covered this Marley tune in its entirety 11 times, according to All Things Umfries. The last time was December 2nd, 2017, at Holidays. Dusting that off, remembering its more abrasive side and leaving Nothing Too Fancy behind, stomping right into Push the Pig, really getting into it slightly before five minutes, Shout out to Joel throughout this entire jam. Jake would also join Joel on the keys for a portion of this, driving this one all the way to the ceiling, coming in real hot about seven minutes, sliding itself back into Pig a few minutes later. couple of things here. Thing number one, that whole part, like in that seven-minute segment, I just love everything about those sounds. (laughs) And also, could this be the year of Push the Pig? That one from Pontiac on May 29th was pretty freaking hot too. So we shall see. I love that song. So if that's the case, I am so here for it. Floating into Out of Order followed by Rocker Part 2. Intentions Clear coming out next sinking its heels in, stay sick, making things bouncy and funky slightly before five minutes, cooling its heels for a second about a minute later, only to collect its thoughts before picking itself back up and dancing off again, fading down to earth, showing a completely different side to its personality as it transforms into Kula. Changing gears again and becoming more lighthearted and dancy with comma later, we start to hear the conclusion of Nothing Too Fancy creeping in the background slightly after five minutes, gathering momentum, heading off into the mystical unknown, really taking flight and getting some serious bounce to it, breaking through and bringing it back home to that Nothing Too Fancy that started our evening and like I mentioned, that would close out the first set of night two. Set two for the evening, another five-song set. And I'm really finding, especially recently, that when this happens, it also happens to be a show I say I really enjoyed. Not totally sure what that means, but just something that I observed probably just means I love it when they jam the shit out of stuff, is what it means. (laughs) This set would kick off with Leave Me Las Vegas, the second time we saw this one since the announcement of the upcoming release of their new album. The first time it was let out this year was at Pontiac Night 2, May 29th, sliding right into Mantis, tumbling down the rabbit hole and straight up forgetting its roots Stasic laying some very mechanical-sounding Legos as the band starts to map out where we're headed, engulfing us in completely and whisking us off to an interstellar dance party, continuing on cooling its heels and trying on something a little more sensual about the 15-minute mark, working itself up, leaving Mantis behind and unfinished for the evening, We would see that again later in the weekend. And I did tuck this mantis away onto my 2021 list to come back to later. They move this train right along into second self. Bridgeless next. This one is up there as one of the, I think, jams of the weekend. And I'm pretty sure that everyone would agree with that. 100% 100% of course, this is on my 2021 list and it will for sure, no doubt, move on to the next round. There's just not a doubt in my mind about that. There is also video of this released from the band and you'll find a link for that in the show notes if you wanted to check that out. I suggest you do. I suggest you take this first spin. It's so good. Really beginning to get into its own story after shaking Bridgeless off about seven minutes, gathering up all that it can as it bellows and grows, bringing it to a slow drive, strategically placing the pieces together, driving the aircraft right in about 11 minutes, while also filling the crowd with anticipation as to where we're going to ride this thing next. And right in that 12-minute mark, exactly what I talked about a couple weeks ago, just being so lost and nestled inside a jam, this is one of those, 100%. Building the Legos together about two minutes later, rounding the corner, soaring out, bursting through the clouds, and embodying the most uplifting and... Fuck yes, inspirational jam, goosebumps every time I've listened to this, just all the emotion. So I can only imagine, only imagine what that felt like being there at Red Rocks in that moment. Like, oh, it was just like, yes. (laughs) I guarantee there was not a dry eye in the house. Like I've listened to this, you know, I watched it live and then I listened to it a couple times and like I get a little teary eyed every time in that jam you're just like oh my god so there's no way there were not tears in the audience at Red Rocks during that Bridgeless so very nicely landing it and dance off right in there too like oh the way they did that was very nice leaving Bridgeless unfinished as well and as Bayless says after well that was fun yeah, that's an understatement. Ugh, Clocking in at almost 18 minutes, that one is quite a ride. And like I said, if you have not given that a spin, you need to do it. It is a must listen. And I would not be at all surprised if we saw that one on the 2021 Hall of Fame. The bottom half next floating off whimsically about three minutes. I thought this had a very Fleetwood Mac, Gypsy vibe to the middle of the jam, particularly that little piece in there that Jake is tickling, starting around like the six-minute mark, gaining momentum and running full speed back into the bottom half. Night Nurse next, and Brendan introducing Joel before we go all in. Ladies and gentlemen, Joel fucking Cummins. (laughs) I just love it. (laughs) Giving off some Mo vibes about five minutes before Jake and Brendan slip into a quick little guitar duel. Hell yeah, Joel coming in about six and a half. It'll take way off into the atmosphere. Stasek was wandering back behind the stage to climb the rocks deep in this jam. And it's funny because they showed him and he looked so little back there at first. And, you know, you're like trying to find him watching at home. You're like, where is he? And he just had the biggest grin on his face. So happy. Just straight up living in the moment. Having the best time ever. It was so funny. He's just, you know, going up the rocks. Just fucking playing the whole time. And... (laughs) It was pretty funny. It was awesome. Like watching him do the whole thing. Cosmically dancing itself back into Night Nurse two minutes later. I love this tune anyway. It's always a great time. I did tuck that one onto my 2021 list to come back to and give a second listen later on. Bridgeless would slide in to close out the second set of Night 2. Encore for the evening would start with some shenanigans Stasic came out in an evil Knievel costume with an acoustic guitar and proceeded to sing a few lines of Hanging Chads before Bayliss came out from stage right with a pair of scissors, cutting the guitar strap, and then both of them smashing guitars. A few folks reached out to me who were right there in the front row and sharing pictures of pieces of the guitar that they had and stuff that they were able to take home, which is pretty cool. It's a really neat souvenir. Um Side note, you may recall Halloween 2010, uh, Stasic was dressed up as Dr. Evil Knievel. So, bringing that Halloween costume back a little bit. Hanging Chads only covered three times, including here. Last covered October 19th, 2018 at the Georgia Theater in Athens, Georgia. One day after its debut on October 18th at the Canopy Club in Urbana, Illinois. Interestingly, the next tune, a cover of Zappa's Dirty Love with Cousin Eli on vocals, was last covered at that same Canopy Club show on October 18th, 2018, which I will actually link that show in the show notes because it's such a good show. And you should just give it a spin if you haven't. I will also link the recap episode I did about that show and my first ever chat with Joel because we we talked the day after that show and we talked a little bit about what they played that night. So I'll definitely link all of that and you can give it all a listen if you want to. Back to that Zappa cover, Dirty Love has been covered by the band a total of 35 times, including this one here, bringing the second evening at Red Rocks fully to a close with The Floor. Thank you To night three things would get started with 40s theme dancing off slightly after four minutes that one would go for a little stroll around the neighborhood the always emotional provoking words next (sighs) that that song every time every time just love it looks would come out next Soaring nose-first into a Dr. Feel Good by Motley Crue jam very early on, only about two minutes. Completely shedding that and stepping into its own story, embodying something a little more hopeful as it fully blossoms. Slamming back into looks about six minutes later. Half-delayed next, followed by Resolution. This one would also find a spot on my 2021 list. Beginning its first adventure out about two minutes, emitting all sorts of positive energy, gathering momentum and excitement, slamming back into resolution about five and a half, wandering out again about a minute later, Stasic layering the bricks for the pathway to our next adventure. Fully dancing off and continuing on with an emotional ebb and flow. Picking up intergalactic momentum as it sets its sights on the finish line. Deciding to cool its heels and jog a little in. Give us a little tickle of where we're going to go next before we fall in. Sucksity getting into the depths slightly after three minutes. Slipping into a sexy as hell. Fame by David Bowie tease about a minute and a half later. I love it when they, you know, sing the vocals of that, but Jake playing the guitar in that was just so sexy. This one would also feature a For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica tease, seamlessly transforming right into Miss Tinkles, slipping into a little rockabilly action about three minutes and then slamming back into Miss Tinkles. And finally, the debut of Nether. Yes. Did you watch the stream and wonder about the absolutely gorgeous guitars that Jake and Bayless were using? Well, they're custom-made seven-string Harvey guitars. Rumor has it, they've had these guitars for almost 10 years, but this is the first time they've been brought out. There is actually video of Jake from January 25th, 2018, talking about the exact guitar he used here in Nether. I will link that in the show notes so you can give that a watch. I was doing some kind of weird Google searching, investigating, um, and I did come across, I believe it was the Harvey Guitar Facebook page, which I will link that to, and I believe there was a video from 2015, um, and he was, Jake, was um, sound checking, I can't remember off the top of my head, um, somewhere, and he was using a blue one. So I will link that too so you can check all that out. And the next time I talk to Jake, I'm gonna talk to him some more about uh, these Harvey guitars because they're really, really, really stunning looking. The one that Bayless had, I mean the wood one that Jake had was beautiful, but that what the white one, oh wow, I'm they're just gorgeous, gorgeous instruments. And the debut of Nether would close out the first set of this final night at Red Rocks. And what are your thoughts on the debut of Nether? I thought it was really good for their first time taking it out. I know there was some worry, um, how it was going to translate well on the stage for them, you know, and, uh, but I think it, it did great. We'll see if it comes out more often. Um, of course they'd have to make sure they're traveling with these other guitars. Um, but Yeah, we'll see if we see it again. But either way, it was cool that they finally let it out of the cage at Red Rocks. And what a perfect way to close out the first set of the final night. The final set of the final night at Red Rocks will get started with Hurt Birdbath, beginning to dig its heels in about three minutes, setting off for liftoff, getting a little bit of air and enjoying a little fly around, coasting back into Hurt Birdbath about three minutes later, slinking its way back out and putting on something a little sexier before changing its mind and rearing its ugly head slightly before ten minutes, falling back into Hurt Birdbath a minute later. Um, there has been some talk on the Facebook groups about hearing the middle section of Onward and Upward and hearing it in different pieces throughout red rocks. Um, there were a couple parts inside this hurt birdbath. Um, after reading that post, I went back in and thought that maybe I could hear it in spots. Um, I did read that there were a couple places I think in that nothing too fancy. Um, if I can remember off the top of my head where some people thought that they heard it too. Um, putting it out there to see if maybe you listening heard it or maybe now when you go back and listen to these shows again, you might be able to pick that up. Slacker next, enjoying a nice drive around the neighborhood on a sunny day with its jam, followed by another tune from the weekend that made its way onto my 2021 list, the Triple Wide, dancing its way out slightly before three and a half, taking a minute to collect its breath before gathering the energy to continue on, driving back into the triple-wide, dissipating away and floating right into the ending of Mantis, completing the version from earlier in the weekend on the 19th. Believe the Lie next. This one would reveal some country roots slightly before 8.5. And a a cover to end the second set, Big Papa by Notorious B.I.G., with Andy, a.k.a. Cousin Eli, on vocals. Last time played March 9th, 2013, at the Wilma Theater in Missalua, Montana. That version was actually an instrumental version, so this is the first time they did it with the lyrics. And Cousin Eli twice in one weekend. Like, what a treat that is, right? Seriously. Encore for the evening, two songs. First up, whoppy Sprayberry taking us on one more adventure for the evening. Dancing off and <laughs> Bayless calling out the guy who's enjoying some Red Rocks nachos during the jam. It's so funny. And it's even more funny because I was texting with friends, you know, like during the show we're all watching and everything, and right before that, Right, the camera was just like showing him the guy is just like eating the nachos and everything and we were talking about him and then Bayless calls him out <laughs> I mean I don't know nachos and raging Umphreys at Red Rocks like does life get any better like that dude during lockdown probably wanted nothing more than to be able to eat nachos at Red Rocks during a show and he's doing it so fuck yeah kudos to that dude for living his best life. Keeping the momentum upbeat throughout this entire jam, setting its sights on the sky, busting right through and back into WAPI. I did throw that one on my 2021 list last minute because that jam was a lot of fun and it'll be great to come back to later on. Shifting gears and completely closing out the incredible weekend on the rocks with the always powerful Haji. I know I was, you know, getting all the goosebumps and everything listening at home. And I know a lot of my friends um, said that that was just a really powerful version for them. So, hell yeah. Wow. So, that's everything for this week's episode of the show Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to me talk about all of that. It has been a long time since I talked about a three-night run like this. Had to get back into the swing of unpacking this much music, but it felt so good. And it was so awesome to have this much music to talk about. And all all the shows that have happened and are going to happen I'm so grateful to have so much music to talk about. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for where you can give a listen to these three nights of Red Rocks for where you can find videos that the band has released and any photos that have been floating around. Also tucked inside the show notes, you'll find links for where you can binge on past episodes, book a conversation, and be a guest on the show Snag some of the fresh just-released merch, the recent and past issues of Conduit from the official DATC store. Get yourself a subscription to Conduit Magazine while you're there. Check out the new Dropped Among This Crowd media website and so much more. So make sure you give those show notes a peek. Thank you so much for joining me. Seriously, I am so grateful for you. Thank you. I will see you around these parts next week. Mad love.